0: He sits in his dark bedroom in front of his computer, blue light glasses on, long hair, looking sexy, if I do say so myself. He sits in his bedroom wallowing in another Cleveland Browns victory. I told you guys To get on board I told you. I gave you time You didn't listen Join in Don't love train Love train We've all over the world Join in Join in Browns 32 Colts. I don't remember twenty-three. Who cares? Browns more, other opponent less. Win. I was on the wrong verse. Let this train keep on riding riding on through. Join in, start a love train, love train. That's fucking damn right. A damn right. Who who told you? Who told you to get on board last week? Just play episode sixty-five, and you'll know who it was. It was me. I told you Browns were gonna come out and get a win. A big win. I'll be honest. Phil Rivers, he's old. Phil Rivers, washed. Washed. I was nervous they were going to put Jacoby Brisket in and have a chance. But Phil Rivers, I was never afraid. You know, I was never afraid. I'm going to talk some shit too. Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Now, I have some Steeler fans in my life who, they are the most fraudulent fan base... I think in the world, and I'll call them out. If you're a Steeler fan, you're you're fraud. Okay, fraud watch. I don't even put you on the on the watch because we know you are. You know you'll pull your flags in. You'll change your light bulbs. You'll do all these things. You won't even talk about the game. Steeler fans are hot the week after they win, but leading up to it, they're quiet. They lay in wait. You know they they always celebrate after they win, which you know. Don't count your eggs before they hatch, or whatever. Don't count your chickens before they lay eggs. I don't know what this saying is. I don't know. I don't give a shit either. Who cares? Browns are four and one. So Browns are four and one, and uh, we got the Steelers this week. We're going to that shithole of a stadium, which I don't remember the last time the Browns won. Browns stats are sad. Can we be honest? Like Brown's stats are just depressing. So last time Browns last Browns win in Pittsburgh, last Browns win in Pittsburgh. Uh that's not facts. When was the last time the Cleveland Browns Here we go. Football DB. A wonderful site. Shout out football TV. Uh at Steelers, Browns lose. Browns lose. Ooh, 24 28. Last game of the season 2017. Oh and sixteen. There it is. Uh, w for the Browns at Cleveland. W for the Browns in Cleveland. Oh my god. When was the last time we won in Pittsburgh? Oh, my God. Here, Browns 33, Pittsburgh 13 in 2003. Okay. Your starting quarterback that day for, the, for your Cleveland Browns was none other than Tim Couch, who went 20 of 25, two touchdowns, one pick for 208 yards. With Tommy Maddox and Charlie Batch on the other side. William Green was your running back.
1: Damn.
0: This was a long time ago. I was six years old the last time the Browns won in Pittsburgh. And I'll tell you what. That's okay. Chris Gardocki was your punter. So, you know, shout out Chris Gardocki. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's it. So we got to go in there, you know, go in there and get a fucking win over there. We got to go in there and get a win. And, I mean, Pittsburgh fans, you know, they, they take it so seriously. The difference between the Browns and the Steelers fans is they also won in Pittsburgh in 99, 16-15, which is hilarious. Um. The... Steeler fans, they get so they're so connected to their players. What the fuck was that? Did I just drop something? Yeah, my fucking foam roller fell. Anyways. Um <clears throat> whoops. I'm just talking too loud over here. Alright, anyways, I was talking about how Steeler fans, they're so attached to their players, right? I'll make a big I'll make a big Ben joke. Like Ben gets sacked and acts like he got shot right he and then they they will get so mad if you make a joke about a Steelers player they will take it so seriously if you say Troy Polamalu's got gay hair which you know I don't even know if I can say that anymore uh they'll just they'll freak out on you and so listen Steelers fans it's okay you can You can be mad at me. Like, they don't even want to hear it. This guy was, like, mad that the Browns won. I'm going to tell you right now, we don't care. It's my favorite Stephen A. quote of all time. We don't care about the Steelers here, okay? We don't give a shit about your team because we live where? That's right, Cleveland. We don't give a fuck about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And those are facts. Can you guys hear the fucking cricket? You can. Isn't that fucking annoying? That is a very vindicative of my podcast. Indicative? Vindicative, Ryan? Do you know how to talk? I'm going to close my window. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Now, if that doesn't sum up exactly what goes on on this podcast, I don't know what else does crickets now if that depressing cricket show isn't enough for you now i'm gonna give you the good stuff (laughs) anyways browns need to get a win this sunday in pittsburgh four and one though four and one cleveland browns your cleveland browns how about that how about those motherfuckers did the power go out today did the power go out my clock is flashing you know when it does that (sighs) Who gives a fuck, Ryan? You know, who... I'm sorry. You know, I'm gonna talk about it. This weekend, if you didn't know, Bill Burr, one of my favorite comedians, probably my favorite comedian, Billy Burr, he went on Saturday Night Live. And if you search Bill Burr on Google, it would, um... It would show you that he pissed a lot of people off. You know... He made a lot of problems, you know. He he co- he covered a lot of things, and I think Bill, you know, Bill. He's getting a lot of. Who is Bill Burr's wife? N- meet Nia, Renee Hill, the lovely Nia, as as we know of her. Um, Google Bill Burr's wife. Uh, a lot of, I'll tell you what. Bill Burr is one of the greatest comedians. Of all time. He would hate me saying that because he hates compliments because he's a fuck. Because he's a fucking... He's from fucking Boston and he keeps all his fucking feelings in, dude. Um, you know. They're trying to cancel Bill. You're not going to cancel Bill Burr. All right? He's back. I, I Who's back? Bill Burr is back. Because fuck the bullshit. He, he got at you, white people. Because all we have left in comedy is white people and fatties. That's it. You know? And in the right circumstance, maybe a couple gays. But there's no... In no circumstance... Can I attack... Attack? Make jokes... About people... Other than fatties and white people... Without getting attacked. There is no world anymore in which that exists. So if this podcast ever does become popular, I'm done. Like It'll be a straight... It'll be a V-curve, right? But opposite. It'll be a pyramid curve. it would go straight up. Look, Ryan's great. And then someone will catch it at the top and I'm down. So it's all good, you know? It's all good. Bill did the thing and he said all the things that comics want to say. Bill is at a level... And I can't believe they let I can't believe SNL let him go on and, and say what he did personally, because, you know, I thought SNL was this woke uh, SNL is a hard show to do. You know, you're getting prepared every week. Those guys do a very hard show. It's skits on skits. You are working all day, every day. Just look up how it is to work on SNL. It's not an easy job. It's very difficult. You're in there every day. You're writing the skits until you fucking puke and then you, you do them on Saturday. And then guess what? You got to do them all over. You got to do it all over again next week. It's a lot easier than it's a lot harder than this fucking podcast. I'll tell you that. So I can't believe they let him go on and do that. He probably didn't. He probably had some stipulation where like I'm just going to say what I want. I don't know what the deals are. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've never hosted SNL, so I don't know. But Bill went out there, put his nuts on the table, and said, "Hey, fuck you guys." You stole comedy from us. He he liked that guy getting punched. Who who got punched? I don't even remember. Who who who? Newsweek. Give me the full monologue here. Come on. I. I. Give me the fucking monologue, would you? Did Bill Burr really just say that? Yeah, of course he fucking did. Now, if you listen to Bill Burr's comedy, if you listen to Bill Burr's podcast, you know. That, what, those jokes were all just basically jokes he's done for years on his podcast, which I think are fucking hilarious, of course. Fellow white women, if you are responding, this is a tweet from Rudes, to, Rudest Tudor, can't be real, can't be real, but anyways, it's from New York Newsweek, so, you know, they do a lot of, uh, They do, it seems, a lot of weird things over here. But anyways, let me read the tweet. Fellow white women, if you are responding to black men or black women about Bill Burr and joining white women to complain about misogyny, congrats, you're doing what Bill Burr just said you would. Correct. Hijack the message. I mean, ladies, white people, especially white women, oh, this makes me so mad. Dana was reading this book, and I don't even want to go on and on about it, but she was reading this book. And it was someone who got a divorce from her husband. Okay, I should just call her out. Who is this girl? Rachel Hollis. Many of you might know her, and I think she's a, a great... Uh, I think she's done a lot of great things. I don't know what she's done. I know she's written a bunch of books that my girlfriend cannot get enough of. So they must be easy reads, but I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know what she's done, but she read me a passage from a book because she thought I'd be interested for some god-awful reason. She thought I'd be like, yes, please read me a paragraph of a book I didn't want to read. But yeah, go ahead. So she reads to me that my, she's like, my ex-husband had all the advantages in the world. And he was a white man and, you know, he was given this and given that. I'm going to tell you something. You know, but he didn't work hard. Hey, Rachel, if you were listening to this in some god-awful way, if you think just because as a white woman you have it so much harder than me, you are sorely mistaken. Bill, in his monologue, said, Hey, you guys just hopped over the fence and said, Hey, we're getting, we, we have it hard too. No, you don't. You made it hard for yourselves. You're making it up. Just because I'm a white guy doesn't mean I just woke up one day and I was born into a family and they put boat shoes on me. And I walked out onto my yacht in my huge backyard with fucking, you know, waiters and waitresses and butlers and pool boys and things of that nature. I cut the grass, okay? I have a push mower. I never had a landscaper. I didn't have it easy. I started this podcast over a year ago, and guess what? We are spinning our tires in the mud. In this podcast, because I'm a oh, because I'm a white guy, I could have just pressed record and things should have just been fine, right? I should have turned this on. People have been like, ah, oh, listen, to this guy, he's so funny. No, that's not how this works. I knew this was going to be bad. I took a risk, just like you did. I don't hate you for your success. That is another thing I hate about people, especially ladies, because it now it becomes we've made it all so we've made it all so blurred in the middle where. If you're a white man, you got all your things because you're a white man. You got all your successes because you're a white man, not because you struggled, not because you did this, not because you put in the fucking time. You only got it because you're a white person. And then vice versa, it's flipped so far backwards that if a woman gets hired, if a minority gets hired, I don't even know if I can say that anymore, or somebody that's different than a white person, not a white man gets hired, right? We say they only got the job because they're not a white man. So now it's gone both ways, and we throw it back because it's so dumb that we do that. But it's just how it is because you guys, ladies, think that you have it so hard when you don't. You've made it hard. You took the fight that was good and made it about you, as usual, and now it's worthless. You've hijacked the movement that is not needed. Because you wanted to post vote on your Instagram story. Who the fuck are you telling? Before you go and post, I think voting is important. Voting is important. But not when fucking celebrities... It's a fucking plane fly. Am I getting bombed? What is going on? What, what, I live near an airport, okay? Sorry. See, exactly. I wouldn't live near an airport if I was, a, if I was born into some white privilege. I would like some of that. The white privilege you guys speak of. I know what white privilege is. I would like some of the stuff you think I have. That would be great. Could we do that? Because you think I don't get up every day, go to a job, and fucking do work. And I'm not even saying I have it hard. I just don't have it easy as you believe. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Oh. You've stolen the feminist movement from people that actually needed to be heard. You've... Now you just wanted to post. You think you do shit. This is the most fucking annoying thing. You think you're posting on Instagram to vote to your 50 followers that are going to see that story. That, that you think you're making a fucking difference. Who are you telling in your own echo chamber of people that are already going to fucking vote? I'm sure people that already follow you are going to fucking vote. Not people like maybe Sarah Silverman holding her titties up which I thought was fucking hilarious on fucking a video where they're all naked Mark Ruffalo being naked telling me to vote doesn't make me want to vote it makes me want to go punch Mark Ruffalo in the fucking face what a fucking idiot what a fucking stupid thing why do these fucking celebrities I've talked about it so many times over the last six months why do they consistently do things that are just so fucking stupid so let me read another tweet here like we're singing Imagine don't fucking do that Bill Burr is trash and always has been trash. Not true. You don't have to like Bill for his comedy. It's not for everybody because a lot of people like to just laugh and happy-go-lucky and live their life in some fantasy world where Avengers are real and they like things like Star Wars and whatever. Bill Burr is trash and has always been trash, not because he hasn't raised valid criticisms in some of his comedy, okay, but because he's always leveraged his ability to point them out to the detriment of change, detriment of change, and the benefit of himself. He can go fuck off. Because he's a white person speaking out. Hey, guess what? You need Bill Burr on your team. You know who I want on my team? Bill Burr. I don't want fucking people to just bitch and moan all the time online. Could you imagine fucking tweeting about something or fucking commenting about something? Could you imagine commenting on a Facebook post unironically or an Instagram picture unironically? How fucking stupid... Do you have to fucking be to believe that you're making a difference with a tweet? Go fuck yourself. Did you see Rick Moranis got sucker punched? Who is Rick Moranis? I don't even know who that is. I'm showing my age. Rick Moranis. Actor Rick Moranis, victim of unprovoked attack. I mean, fuck yeah. This is the guy from, uh... You know... He was in that one, Goosebumps. <laughs> Not Goose, Ghostbusters. He was in Ghostbusters, wasn't he? Give me the Ghostbusters. Wasn't he in Ghostbusters? Come on, Ryan. You got to get something right here. Jesus Christ. Yes, he was Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters too. You're goddamn right. And the Flintstones. Boom. Ba boom. Canadian actor. He's in New York getting his ass kicked. How about that? Anyways, don't fucking talk about Bill Burr. Like, you fucking know shit. And then I saw another tweet that was like, oh, maybe somebody, maybe a person of color should just said what Bill said. No. No, that doesn't make any fucking sense, you idiot. You fucking dunce. I didn't even want to say it like that, but I had to. I did it for effect. didn't work, you know? Not all of them are going to hit. You're so fucking stupid, Ryan. You're so fucking stupid. Anyways. What else did I want to talk about? I got a little worked up there. I'm not going to lie. I got a little worked up there. I don't have any water. I don't have a drink this week to rate. (sighs) What the fuck, you know? What the fuck? Look, all I'm saying is, don't tell me what privilege is when you bask in the same privilege glory I do, white women. I don't want to trash women, but let's just say white women, have you've had it pretty easy. So to come at me, don't do it, because, I mean, what are you going to say to me? You're in the boat with me pointing the finger at me is Spider-Man meme. You're pointing at me, I'm pointing at you. We're we're one and the same. You know, we're looking in the mirror. You just happen to be a woman who can get more followers on Instagram, you know? Girls get more followers on Instagram. It's facts. Girls get more followers on Instagram because they're girls. Now, it's now that might sound misogynistic. Misogynistic, but it's not because it's true. You don't even have to produce content as a girl. You could just post photos of your, you know, half butt cheek hanging out. Half a butt cheek. I went over this on OnlyFans. If I was a girl, I would never, I would never work. It would never work. I would just post pictures of my butt online and make money. And make it happen. You can do that as a woman. Okay? Empowerment works in different ways. Dana did tell me a messed up story. I wish she was here to fucking talk about it. I could try to explain it, but, like, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it, because, like, you know, it involves people we know. That's why I don't want to talk about it. Because people might find out. People might hear it. And that's what you have to live with. So, yeah. So I guess I'll just talk about rock music. Because rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, Eddie Van Halen, obviously... A pioneer of rock music, hard rock music. A pioneer of the electric guitar. Uh, When I heard Eruption for the first time, I knew it was something different. I didn't know it was good at the time, because I was young, because my dad listened to Van Halen. So obviously I hated it, because my dad hated it. Uh, My dad projects baldness onto me, by the way. He's jealous. He's jealous of my hair. He's not going to hear this, so... Hey, guess what? He's jealous. It's all good. He's jealous. all good. He's jealous. So, all good. Jealous. Um, What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Eddie Van Halen. Uh, Eddie Van Halen. I heard Eruption. Obviously, Jump. My fantastic song. Uh, Just good music, man. So, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Just somebody who really changed rock and roll. Uh, Van Halen. Obviously, Sammy Hagar years, David Lee Roth. So just just different. You know, just different. Now, I'm going to go to the advice section here. They have a couple emails. So I have some emails, and I may pause to get them because I don't want to sit here and try to fill air because I don't have anything to talk about. So let me go get them. They are on my phone, and it's not near here. So one minute. Okay, and just like that, with the power of editing, I'm back. Oh, I did want to talk about, I went to the Apple, we went Apple picking. Not really, because we didn't pick any apples, but you know, I did all that fall shit with Dana this weekend. You know, where you go to the fucking, I don't know why we do that. I think, like, where you go and you fucking walk around and look at shit. Like, I don't know why we even do that. Like, why, what is the draw of... Like I was there, there were tons of people, not that it matters, you know? And Bill was so right again in that monologue, not to bring it back up, not to bounce on his jokes. I don't care what you do with the mask anymore. Don't try to justify it to me by saying, dude, I'm only being compliant. Dude, I don't even think masks work, dude, it's not even real. Like I'm not even going to entertain it. I'm just going to be like, yeah, man, whatever. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, or w- when to vote. I don't give a fuck. Okay, when I see people going online, people with same similar followings to me going online and being like, hey, vote. Hey, no, I don't give a fuck. If you don't want to vote, guess what? You don't have to. Do I think you should? Probably. You probably should vote. You know, we're afforded that right in this country, but you don't have to. I'm not going to fucking shove it down your throat until you fucking do it. I'm not going to follow you to the poll with a gun to your fucking head and say, hey, man, fucking click a button, click a fucking button. I'm not doing that. But I was forced to go to the, I wasn't even forced. And Dana does this thing. Oh, you know, you love it. You know, you love it. Tell me, fellas, does this happen to you? Hey, fellas, am I right? Tell me if this happens to you. So I go, hey, are we going to go to the, I literally brought this up. I'm like, hey, do you want to go? The place is called Patterson's Fruit Farm. Everyone goes there around here. Hey, you want to go to Patterson's this year? I said this in passing. I'm like, hey, you want to go to Patterson's this year? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. So then she, And then when we're getting ready to leave, she's like, you're the one that wanted to go to Patterson's. I'm like, what? She's like, you're the one that wanted to go to Patterson's. I'm like, yeah, but why do you say it like that? She's like, what? Say it like what? I'm like, why do you say it like you're the one that wanted to go to Patterson's? Like Why do you say it like I'm, like, this is like a scoreboard thing. Like, I just lost or something. I'm not. She's like, I'm not. I'm like, no, you kind of are. She's like, but you're the one that said, do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, I asked you. Jesus Christ, you can't win, huh, fellas? You can't win, am I right? Anyways. Got two questions here. Uh, Women cheating is the first one. That's the subject line of this one from, I'm not going to say his name. This one's fucking, uh, I read this earlier and I was like, damn, damn, buddy. Take a hint, you know, women cheating. So while my girlfriend was over the other day, I checked the time on her phone and saw a guy texting her, calling her babe. Oh boy. I called her out on it, and she said she didn't know why he was texting her. I bet. It was her ex. Oh, boy. (laughs) Do I have to read this? Do I have to read I'm sorry. Do I have to read this anymore, though? Like, honestly? And she was done with him. Okay. Fair enough. Then two weeks later, we are sitting at the table talking. Who does that? I saw someone started calling her on her phone. It was the same guy again, but with a kissing face emoji. Gross. By his name. When she saw it, she flipped her phone over right away. Then she seemed really nervous, so I waited a little and called her out on it again. She said again, I don't know why he's calling me. I asked to see her call log when she handed me the phone. It was completely cleaned out, no history left in the phone. I just think this is awful awful suspicious. Hmm. Should I just call it done? Do you think it is suspicious? Update. This is another email. This is why it's awesome. She's coming over tonight to state her case. I figured... I can hear her out, but she wants another chance. No, buddy, I don't know how old you are. You didn't say. Um, I would tell you, don't do that. Don't invite her over unless it's to get her things. Put them on the front porch or outside your door. Don't fucking... No, dude, come. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, she can't do it. It wouldn't happen to me, because no one ever thinks it's going to happen to me. Until it happens to them, right? So, buddy, you know the answer here. You know, if you're emailing me. You know what the answer is. Don't do it. It's over. You know, you had a good run. But you dodged a bullet. I never understood why people get mad when they... I mean, I understand the initial shock of getting cheated on or whatever lied to. But at least you didn't marry this person. They're doing you a service. I think that they're bailing you out of the relationship early. They're letting you know this was never going to work. They did the work for you. You didn't even have to waste any more of your time. Be thankful. You may not feel that way now. But you will someday, hopefully. You'll feel better someday. Okay? Is that good advice? Like, don't... Don't beat yourself up over it. It's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. Some people are just shitty people, right? Girls can be shitty too, no matter what they portray themselves to be. You know, you know, men are always portrayed as the cheaters and all that, but who knows if she's actually cheating. Clearly, it seems to me, with the evidence provided, that she is. And you know what? That might save you the time. You may have just been saved from wasting your time Be be happy about that. I think that's a good thing for you. So yeah, this can be good. You can start working out. Start being different. You know, it's not your fault. You can hurt for a couple of days too. It's okay, but don't let this drag over to the next person. I always felt like cheating. You're dragging it over to the next person for them or for here for you now. So oh well, you know it'll get better. Next, <laughs> I really I talked too long on that one. I was rambling. How to handle a boyfriend's family. This one's from a lady. Uh, the title to this one isn't exactly accurate. Okay. You mean the subject? To what this whole thing is about, but I didn't know who else to ask. Oh, huh, perfect. I've been with this guy for over two years now. I know his family. He knows mine. Perfect. We live a little far from each other, so we usually stay over when visiting each other, but things might get complicated soon. He doesn't like to come to my house when my dad is around. He has a house... In another state, so he comes and goes, but he's supposedly coming back for the winter, so I doubt I'll see my boyfriend at my house any time then. Side note, my boyfriend isn't a bad guy. My mom loves him. We all just have a really poor relationship with my dad. He lives in another state? Here's where I actually need help. I don't get along completely with my boyfriend's parents because of how much our personalities clash. They They are very loud and outgoing compared to me. Their house is honestly very cluttered and filthy. Okay. Anytime I'm there, I do my best to try and organize things, do chores that I really shouldn't be doing. Hmm. The reason I feel very uneasy in environments like this... Oh, wait, I, the reason is I feel very uneasy. They also have five pets they don't clean up after well. Gross. I always hate that. Three cats and two dogs. You ever notice people that have a lot of animals are just like, they're going to be animals. Fuck those people. I've dealt with it up until now, but I'm starting to develop indoor allergies now whenever I stay there. Dude, somebody, not to make this about me... But, I mean, you're listening to the End of the Woods podcast with Ryan Woods. And you can email me at ryanwoodspod at gmail.com. No big deal. Um, somebody told me I'm not actually allergic to cats and I don't hate cats. I told you guys last week, what the fuck? That's crazy to me still. I've dealt with it up until now, but I'm starting to develop indoor allergies. Now, whenever I stay there, I get a horrible, stuffy, runny nose like you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the allergy gang. Um, lost my place. Uh, I don't really know what to do. To ask them to clean up their two-house would be entirely too rude. Correct. Just to make them feel better when I'm there. Maybe. My boyfriend said he would do everything he can to make me feel better, but he can really only control so much. There's issues at both of our houses, and I don't want either of us to be uncomfortable at each other's houses. Do I ask them directly if they can help? I don't want to tell them what they're due, but what they are to do in their own house. What do I do? Um... That's a good point. I wouldn't tell them what to do. Uh, could you guys move out, perhaps? I feel like you guys—if this is pretty serious—you can move out. Pop. <sighs> Sorry, I'm not bringing the energy. I'm not bringing the fucking energy. Um, let me tell you something. Families, uh, really. Are weird because I always felt like people like, oh, my boyfriend's family sucks or my girlfriend's family sucks. It's like, that just feels so entirely too rude. Don't be fucking rude to the family, you know? I know you're not being rude. You just asked them to clean up their house, which is fair. Uh, maybe the whole thing with your dad, like that's just uncomfortable. Maybe you guys could look for a place to live together. I don't know what your situation is. You didn't really lead on too much. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe clean up, like, where do you guys hang out at his house? Could you make that cleaner? You know? I don't know. This seems tough because, yeah, you're not going to tell them to, hey, can you clean up your house, but you're not going to just want to live in filth. I don't know how gross it is. Dude, I know this guy with 16 cats. He's the guy that tells me that I'm allergic to cats. Can you believe that shit? Can you believe that he's the guy that tells me I'm allergic to cats? Ugh. Fuck that, you know? Fuck that. But he says his house is clean. I've never been there. I don't know. Maybe because I'd fucking die. Maybe because I'd fucking die. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what you would do. Uh, That seems like a tough one. Just fucking... Clean up what you can. Tell your boyfriend, clean up some stuff. Do what he can. Make it as nice as he can. You know? Just do your best. I don't know. It seems like that's just a lose-lose unless you guys can move out. I mean, that seems like the option here. I don't know how old you are either. You didn't say. So, perfect. Perfect answer, Ryan. Great. Fuck. Stupid. Um. Anyways. What I want to finish with, man. Oh. I was talking to my buddy. I was talking to my buddy about girls and our wives. Well, his wife. My, damn it. His wife, my girlfriend. And I was talking about how, I remember Taylor Tomlinson said dick goalie, and I told Dana that. I was like, listen, we're playing dick goalie because we were talking about how somebody, you know, how I think girls can, I think guys are super, uh, they have super anxiety over girls talking to other guys. Like I do. I have anxiety. You don't want to be the, I'm not the overbearing boyfriend, but you know, I know what guys want. I know how guys work because I'm a guy. Okay, And so when I hear like, oh, hey, you know, so-and-so helped me load stuff in my car or so-and-so helped me, you know, do this. He walked me to my car and all this. And I just think to myself, I always think, and I told my buddy this and and he agreed. I was like, that always seemed like, hey, that guy's trying to, you know, have sex with you and trying to sleep with you, for lack of a better term. Now, that may not be true. But it's what I think because I'm a guy. girls, I feel like, are either purposefully naive or they're like, oh, that wouldn't happen to me. They know, but they're like, it wouldn't happen to me. Like, it wouldn't happen to me. Like, no, he's a nice guy. You know, he's a nice guy. And then suddenly, suddenly that guy who's super nice and a nice guy to me, quote unquote, would be like, you go in there and then now he's your friend and then you're telling him, hey, you know, me and -and so-and-so got in a fight last night. Me and Ryan got in a fight last night. And then he's going back and saying to you, hey, you know, he shouldn't talk to you that way. And then you're like, yeah, you're right. And then guess what? He wants to sleep with you. And I was just talking about this. I don't know why it's in my head. Maybe because I just talked about it a few hours ago. I thought it was a good conversation. Because I think girls are purposely naive or they know and don't think it's happening to them when their friends want to bang them. Guys are always playing dick goalie. I'm always playing dick goalie. I think Taylor Tomlinson said it, dick goalie. Guys know that other guys want to bang their wives slash girlfriend slash whatever. They know that. Girls are either, like I said, purposefully naive or don't think it'll happen to them. And that's all. So, that's all I got. That's all I got for this week. I just want to leave you with that thought. It was a wonderful conversation I had with a buddy. That's all I got for this week. So, I think that's going to be it. Do you guys want a gambling pick? I was money on the Browns this week. I was fucking money on the Browns. Uh, let me go FanDuel, Sportsbook, or should I, I don't know, are they gonna fucking, does this thing work? Can I edit my picks? Can I look at the lines for next week? I want the lines for next week. Can I get the lines, please? Yeah. Yeah. Can I get the lines, please? Oh, happy birthday, John Lennon. 80 on Friday. Huh? How about that? Here we go. Futures. Upcoming. Here we go. We got. Oh, we got a Tuesday game, huh? That'll be fun. Uh Joey Cover. Cincinnati. I don't know. Uh we got what is the Browns line this week? What do we got? Browns plus three and a half going into Pittsburgh. I don't know if I like that. Um You know what you know what line I really like this week? I really like Oh that that fucking line looks that this is a juicy one. Sunday, four twenty-five PM Packers, Bucks. Packers minus one and a half. That's the line for the week. They're gonna win that game by more than one and a half. I always love getting points. The Panthers, minus two and a half over the Bears. That's kind of juicy. That's that's kind of juicy right there. But I'll be taking, let's do lock of the week. Packers, over the Bucks minus one and a half. Book it. Uh, that'll be the podcast for this week, folks. Sorry I didn't bring the energy. I didn't bring the ruckus. I didn't bring the ruckus this week. But I promise I'll bring it next week. You know, so listen then. Episode 66 of Into the Woods, that's it. Follow me on Instagram at Brian Woods two S's. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan underscore like the Facebook page, like, and subscribe. Don't forget to rate and review. Um, that's it. So the music will take you out. Enjoy the week. Be good to yourself. Uh, drink more water. Forgot to talk about the documentary Dana and I watched. Uh, I don't feel like doing it now. So we'll talk about it next week. All right. Peace. Have a good week.